Good morning, good morning, or whatever time it is for you. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this on a Monday right after the weekend, and I just have to brag a little bit to say I really freaking enjoyed my weekend. It wasn't like we did anything spectacular, anything crazy. It was just Andrew and I, and it was just a chill weekend with really good food and lots of time to just relax and decompress. And I think that's exactly what I needed after the past few weeks launching the Academy. So we had good food. We had pizza. We went to this Italian um, restaurant. I had wood oven pizza. We went out for ice cream. We went out for plenty of walks and bike rides. And it was just an amazing weekend. So anyway, just wanted to share that with you because, you know, still to this day, I am so grateful for healing my relationship with food because this would have never, ever been possible prior to me improving my relationship with food. I would have been stressing out. I would have just been not not present. And I really, really focused on that this weekend. And I was just like staring at Andrew and just like fully absorbing our conversations. And I'm like, It just feels so good, so good to be present and not be stressing out about how many calories you're consuming or, you know, what exercise you need need to do tomorrow to burn it off. It just felt amazing. And I just want to share with you, like, what truly is possible for you. Like, you can enjoy these moments. And I think that's one of the best things about healing your relationship with food is being present, like being able to be present and make those memories. I I truly am, am so grateful still to this day, even though it's been, you know, a few years, it still just, uh, it still gets me every single time. So just wanted to share that. And without further ado, we're going to dive into the episode. It is kind of a, a short one. Um, we're going to be chatting about how to work in sync with your brain and your body. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Welcome. 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 I'm so excited to chat with you guys today. And of course, we have Andrew here as well. So today, we're going to be chatting about how to stop fighting against your body and how to begin working in sync with your brain and your body. So 
oftentimes we find ourselves um, fighting against our bodies, whether it is physically, like physically fighting against our body, we have um, fatigue, we have bloating issues, um, we physically feel the discomfort of our intense binge impulses or our intense cravings, or we're fighting it against ourselves mentally, right? Should I give in to that craving? Should I not give in to that craving? Um, should I have a piece of cake or should I not? Or should I work out? Should I not? And oftentimes it can feel like uh, a ping pong ball going back and forth in our mind and we're in this constant fight with our body and, and food seems to always be the enemy or calories always seem to be the enemy or cravings always tend to, to be the enemy and we want to chat about um, how we can get you out of this cycle. So what we first need to understand is every single time that you are fighting against your body, we're going to use the example of overeating, binge eating, and emotional eating because I know a lot of you ladies are here to, to end that cycle. We are creating so much inflammation in the body every single time we don't listen to our bodies when we're full and we are overeating. That's a stressor. That's a huge stressor on the body and that creates inflammation. So maybe you notice that you feel puffy, um, you feel bloated, maybe your, your skin gets irritated. Um, you notice that your metabolism slows down, right? Our metabolism isn't revved up, our metabolism isn't fired up because we're essentially working against our body. Um, feeling fatigued all the time. Right? All of these things and digestive issues are very um, prevalent in people who struggle with binging and emotional eating because, again, we're working uh, against our body and it impacts our hunger hormones, right? Our hunger hormones are all over the place. Maybe you don't even know when you're hungry, when you're full. I have this, um, a lot of women tell me, I don't even know when I'm full. I don't even know what food satisfies me or I know that I'm full and I don't stop because the food just tastes so good, right? And this is because our, our intuition is blocked. Our hunger and fullness cues are literally muted because we're fighting against our body. We don't listen. We don't listen to our bodies and the signals that our body is, is telling us. And before Andrew starts, I want to share, uh, yesterday, I think it was, I posted this quote that said, you don't, um, if you have to go to the bathroom, right? If you have to go to the bathroom, you don't tell yourself, oh, it's not time to go to the bathroom. I can't go to the bathroom now. But when it comes to our, our hunger and our, and our food, oftentimes it's like we get hungry and in the back of our mind, we're like, oh no, you know, I, I can't eat now. It's, it's not lunchtime or I just ate 20 minutes ago. I shouldn't be hungry. I'm not allowed to have a snack after lunch, right? So all of these things is, is nudges. It's our body speaking to us. And if we just start listening, we can start making those informed decisions. We can start trusting our body and essentially, we can start working in sync with our brain and our body. The big thing with change is we as people tend to battle ourselves because there's essentially two people that live in, inside of you. There's the person that you want to become. That's where the change is, what you want to be able to get to. And the person that you are now. And physically and mentally, they might not always line up. 
But the thing is, is where change happens is that alteration from one to the other. So you have that person who's like, I'm going to stop the binge eating. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going hard on this. I'm going to stay on track. Everything is great. They're all fired up. And then you have the other person who's like, whoa, this, this ain't me. This ain't me. This isn't what I do. This isn't how I do things. That internal struggle is what prevents change from happening because you have two people, okay, essentially yourself on two different levels that are trying to then make the same decision. Mm -hmm. You're sometimes you might not even be reading the same page, let alone be on the same book. And it's so important to unify where you are physically with where you are mentally. So then you can move forward. Now, the big question is how do we do that? Mm -hmm. Right. How do we make that change in ourselves? So we stop fighting resistance. Sometimes we don't know. That's why there are coaches and practitioners and people who give support because we're not sure what door to open to be able to make that transition and move forward. Sometimes it's an internal struggle. We have to look at what are the things that are emotionally and mentally preventing me from making these changes. What are the things that I'm not willing to take a look at, maybe not under a microscope, but even just kind of pull the curtain off of and see what's underneath because a lot of that internal change is challenging. Mm -hmm. Then there could also be the physical part. Your body's really great at giving you signals, yep. but what signals do you listen to? What signals do you push away? Mm -hmm. A lot of these signals you need to know, are they real? Are they mental signals? Are they hormonal signals? There's a lot of change that goes into that. And just like the word change means, it means adaptation. It means you have to do something different. If you're doing the same thing, then change is not going to happen. Resistance to change is very, very common. It, it's something that people experience all the time because the body as a machine likes to do the same thing all the time. If it's repeatable, it's easy, not a problem. I, I know how to do this. I've got everything. I've read this book before. It's fine. So we have to challenge ourselves a little bit mm -hmm. to come out of that comfort zone. So that way these two people, holy cow, there we go. These two people can meet themselves in the middle in a place where you can make a decision and actually successfully make a change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even in the other uh, episode, I was talking about how we have to make what is familiar to us unfamiliar and we have to make what is unfamiliar to us familiar. So if right now, um, you know, what's familiar to you is always overeating, always finishing everything on your plate, um, you know, creating these stories for yourself that, you know, I'm going to be stuck forever. Nothing's going to work for me. I'm always exhausted all the time. If that is your reality, if that is what is familiar to you, you got to change that narrative. You got to change the narrative to what you want your new reality to be. And like Andrew said, it's not going to be the, maybe the most comfortable. Change isn't always, um, you know, easy and a smooth transition, but it's, it's, it's going to probably be uncomfortable, but you can ask yourself if what I'm doing right now, comfortable, because oftentimes struggling with binge eating, emotional eating, uh, poor body image, that's not comfortable. So choose your discomfort. And oftentimes when we are 
are um, changing and shifting, it's just a small amount of discomfort for the long-term comfortable comfortability in having um, good body image, being able to go to the beach and enjoy memories with your, your friends and enjoy a food freedom life. So sometimes it's just the small little discomfort that you have to push through in order to have that, that comfortable, fulfilling, uh, fulfilling life in the long, in the long term. Here's how it starts. You got to talk to yourself. As crazy as that sounds, we don't do that enough. Yeah. Not enough people talk to themselves. Not in a crazy way where you're walking down the street and you're like, that person is a nut job. I'm talking about like actually sitting down and saying, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Are you truly happy? happy? Are you want, like, are you where you want to be? Like we're, we're somewhere along the line, like we, we lost our, we lost a couple things besides imagination, other stuff like that. We, we lost that self check that, that, kind of dip the toe in the water and see where we're really at mm -hmm. because we stopped talking to who we are. And that's how these, these two people separate and, and develop in the first place because there's no communication, right? You communicate with others when there's a problem. Do you communicate yourself mm. when there's a problem? Yeah, right. It's like we feel a sensation, whether it's anxiety or stress. And so often we're on autopilot mode where we just start raiding the pantries and use that as a crutch. We use food as a crutch to make us feel good. But we can really ask ourselves, have that conversation. Hey, stress, what are you here? Like, why are you here? What, what am I not seeing? What do you need from me? Because your body holds the truth. Your body has all the answers. But oftentimes we don't ask those questions. And if we don't ask those questions, we can't hear the answers, right? So doing that self-check multiple times a day, just asking, am I actually happy? Am I where I want to be? What am I actually hungry for? Like these are really, really simple questions that can be so profound in your journey to finding more freedom and ultimately more happiness and getting back to the you, getting back to like the real version of you who is, who is thriving and who is um, happy with, with who, who she is. Now, like there are some times where you might say to yourself, well, well, I don't use food as a crutch. Okay. You don't have to use food as a crutch, but are you using it as a bridge to maybe create a separation or to bridge the gap between your feelings, things that you don't want to address, mm -hmm. things that you refuse to look at. Yeah. Not everything is used as a crutch, but mm -hmm. a lot of the habits that we do day to day or a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in are because either maybe something is being avoided or something is not being taken care of in a way that the body says, this is, this is done and over with. I've successfully moved past this mm -hmm. just because the holes there we can't keep we've got to fill the hole not with food not make a bridge over it and leave the mm -hmm. hole still there and i'll put a bunch of cones around it and be like oh, well i'm just gonna pretend that that's not there like everybody sees the hole right everybody does your family does you do mm -hmm. like it, it's there it's obvious mm -hmm. so how do we make that change in transition to be able to fill it and fill it the right way yeah, can't beat around the bush or in this example, can't beat around the hole. <laughs> we got to like actually like 
look <laughs> at it like dead on, mm-hmm. you know, with, with our emotions, with what's going on physically, mentally, emotionally, like oftentimes we look at all these things as normal, like stress is just normal and bloating is normal and feeling guilty is normal. No, none of those things are normal. They're very common. But when we really look at it head on, we can say, this isn't what I want for myself. This isn't normal. And I'm going to be able, I want to end this. I want to fix this. And I want to do it in a sustainable way so that the hole gets gets filled and you get fulfilled ultimately from the inside out. Yeah. Hole gets filled, you get fulfilled. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. We know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Awesome. So we would love to hear from you ladies. What is it do you feel is something that maybe is a hole in your life that you're kind of tiptoeing around? Uh, And you can also take a screenshot of this podcast and I'd love for you to tag me in it and share what your biggest takeaway was. I absolutely love hearing from you guys and it is really helpful in me creating future content for you to really see what lands with you, what's been most helpful. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram at Lorna. L-O-R-N-A Costa C-O-S-T-A underscore and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. I appreciate you so much for listening to another episode and we will catch you in the next one. Bye for now.